0: In the holy name of Jesus, amen. So it seems a little bit odd that there could be a man with a demon in the synagogue on a Sabbath day, right in the middle of the congregation, and nobody notices. Imagine if there was a man with a demon right here in the middle of our congregation this morning, and nobody notices. It's possible, I guess. And it makes me wonder just a little bit about each one of you. Maybe it makes you wonder about me too, but it just seems odd. We are used to demons that make a big splash. We are used to demons that fly around the room, that make things smell. We're used to demons that make the place cold. We're used to demons that throw things at us and they talk in other voices, the kind that run the pigs off the cliff the ones that scare us to death. That's how it is in the movies. And sometimes that's how it is in Scripture. But I think the demon in the story this morning, the demon that nobody notices, that's the one that is more scary and dangerous for you and for me. That's the kind of demon C.S. Lewis was talking about in the Screwtape Letters when he said... The easiest way to damn a man is to leave him alone. If you just leave him alone, someday he'll wake up in hell and he'll wonder what happened. That's the danger here in the gospel for today. It is the danger of a quiet demon that nobody notices. Here is the good news Jesus notices. One of the best things about Jesus is that Jesus sees the demons that we don't see. This morning Jesus sees what we can't see and Jesus cures what we can't cure. And whether you know it or not, that's the absolute best reason for you to be here this morning in church because Jesus sees the demons we don't. Some years ago I read the story of a baptism of a child in a tiny village in Central America. When the child was brought into the church, his parents carried him to the font in a coffin. If you have ever been to the funeral of a child and you have seen that tiny coffin come down the aisle, you can imagine what a heart-wrenching move this was. You can't even imagine that happening here. When we have a baptism here, everybody is excited. Valgati makes up a big box for the family, and we print certificates, and we light the big candle, and we warm up the water so the baby won't cry. We have a parade. We dress up. We follow the cross. And we put as many people in that circle as will risk being splashed. It is a celebration but not there. In that village, there were no iPhones taking pictures, there were no nervous sponsors, there were no grinning grandparents. Instead, the baby was carried to the water in a coffin as the parents softly wept. They were weeping because they had listened to Jesus. And they knew that he could see what they didn't see. Just like the folks in Capernaum this morning, they were surprised and impressed because his teaching was so forthright, so confident, and so authoritative. Verses 32 and 31. Those parents came trusting Jesus to see what they could not see, and they came trusting Jesus to cure... What they could not cure in their own child. So they bought their little baby to the font because they were confident that Jesus would push the demons out of him and that Jesus would put the Holy Spirit into him. And sometimes, when things like that happen to your kids, it makes you weep. Little kids grow up and they become big kids, and then big kids grow up and they become you and me. And now you are here this morning and you're listening to a story about Jesus. But the truth is that in 2,000 years, nothing has changed. 2,000 years later, the question is still the same. This morning, what does Jesus notice about you and about me that we don't notice? What does Jesus see in you and in me, that we don 't see it 's not likely that any of you have a demon. actually, having somebody who 's demon possessed is fairly rare in the church, and if you came exhibiting the symptoms, first we would send you to your doctor for a full workup, and then we would send you to your psychiatrist, and only then, if you still showed the symptoms would we begin to make some moves? It happens once in a while, but it's not very common. You and I are far more likely to be done in by things that are subtle. You and I are much more likely to be done in by the little things that we don't even notice about ourselves. I can give you one example. Luke tells us that Jesus went to church every Sunday. It's a simple thing, but St. Luke made a point of telling us that about Jesus last week in the Gospel. Jesus came to Nazareth where he had been raised. As was his custom, as he did every Sabbath, Jesus went to the synagogue. Now the truth is, none of us feels like going to church every Sunday, not even me. So why are you here this morning, and why am I here? Like the man with the demon, like the crowd in the synagogue of Capernaum, like the baby in the coffin, and like those parents, we are here this morning because we are convinced that Jesus knows us better than we know ourselves. It's important to confess that. Jesus knows us better than we know ourselves. Jesus sees things in me that I cannot see. Jesus sees things in you that you cannot see, and frankly, some of them aren't that good. Jesus sees the demons we don't. But rather than give up on us, Jesus comes to us again this morning and Jesus listens to us Jesus talks to us, and Jesus loves us. Jesus feeds us, and Jesus forgives us. Jesus touches us, and he teaches us. And in another 30 minutes, Jesus is going to send us on our ways. He is going to send us home on a better path with clean hearts, blessed, and hopeful. This means that Jesus is your friend and not your fellow. This means that church is your blessing and not your curse. This means that the Ten Commandments are your guide and not your judge. This is all great news. And that's the reason you're here today. It is almost Lent. Ash Wednesday is just ten days away. Plan ahead. Come to church. Jesus will be here waiting not as your judge but as your doctor, as your cure, and as your Savior. Jesus will be here all Lent to love you and see you and heal you and drive out your demons and clean up your messes and forgive your sins and bless you and give you his Holy Spirit. And with all of that comes a fresh start. That's why you come to church. In the holy name of Jesus, amen.